We have started recording, and unfortunately, I missed Nathan saying, uh, <laughs> referring to B-roll as brawl, <laughs> uh, and I just wanted to get it on record that he that he did that. <laughs> Yay! I need a I gold star. <laughs> Welcome, 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 welcome. Two, You've done this one before. Fuck. <laughs> You're right. I, I, as soon as I started, I was like, fuck, I've done, I, this feels familiar. Uh, this feels like a well-worn path that I'm trotting down. Uh, speaking of well-worn paths, this is Think Outside the Box at the Internet's only hot take machine. I'm Nathan Hunt. And I'm Cameron DeWitt. We're sorry. I forgot to tell everyone that last week I was recording an album mm-hmm. in Nashville on my banjo with other trad music nerds. Mm-hmm. And that's why we couldn't record. Think outside the box says, cause we were already yes. recording a different thing. And, uh, I just didn't want to, I probably could have if I really wanted to, but I didn't want to. It's, it's tough to do like the remote recording and whatnot. Um, plus, you know, uh, yeah, I mean, it's like, yeah, it's tough. It's tough to record on the road and mash up or like match up the schedules and everything. So, yeah. uh, sorry about that, y'all. Thanks for being patient with us and sticking with us. And we're back now. So, what does it even matter, honestly? Yeah, come on, come on, guys. Like, guys, guys, kind of makes on. you seem like the problematic one. <laughs> kind of makes still you seem desperate, you know, so like. <laughs> <laughs> we're laying down our john mayer game here <laughs> oh boy speaking of which we've been listening to the albums of john mayer in order and how. just now joining us i would recommend going back to season 18 episode one mm-hmm. because we're going to be talking about things that have happened in previous episodes and this is for now john mayer's still young but for now, wow. this is the last episode of, of season 18. It will His be final word. on to something else. As yet undecided. He just released... He released this... He announced last this album, mu- less I than, believe. Less than a month ago. A- yeah, like after we started this season. Mm-hmm. He heard Pretty us nice talking shit. Us. And he's like, oh boy, I need to get some more music out there. <laughs> now this is what's yeah, really going to so. blow their minds. It- uh, something called Sob Rock. <laughs> which yeah. uh does not really fulfill its promise of self-aware irony i would have to say yeah there's some kind of like kitschy musical moments kind of yeah but mostly yeah it's just another breakup album wasn't the last album just all a breakup album yep i he i think he's in a perpetual state of breakup i think he's just like one of those like ancient paradoxes he's he's like he's like the xeno's paradox of relationships it's like he, he's always halfway to breaking up with someone and halfway yeah. to breaking up with someone else uh but equidistant <laughs> and he never gets closer to either of them because he always has to have the distance um and maybe that'll be uh, in the learning links I, it's what <laughs> that's it's been in the learning links before. Oh, I'm really? Pretty sure. Okay. Um, yeah, it's 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 come up. It's one of our most erudite jokes. Hmm. It's not very funny, but it's very smart. It's very smart. <laughs> it's well. It's almost too smart. Almost too smart. Uh, 
Yeah. And and in this album, he had like the gall mm-hmm. at one point in one of the songs to kind of say like, oh, everyone's saying that like, I'll never find someone. <laughs> I'm pretty sure like he's been saying that. <laughs> Not yeah. maybe in so many words, but you know. Yeah. As, as if the issue all along has been that not everyone believes in him, a la Tinkerbell needs to believe that, you know, needs to know that people believe that fairies are real and to clap their hands. Yeah. Tinkerbell, we, Santa, we all need like, to clap our hands and say, John Mayer is a good boyfriend. <laughs> I do believe in John Mayer. I do believe in John Mayer. Um, um, yeah. I also, also just as a side note, as if the main problem with, him and his relationships is he just hasn't found the right person yet yeah and that's like literally like the the main idea of the song is that like the someone else hasn't shown up yet right exactly so not the person to unlock all of his eccentricities mm-hmm. all of his wackiness all of his adorkability yes Oh boy! Because at the end of the day, it's all—it's all just cute. He's it's just all a, cute. He's—he's he's, kind of a lot. <laughs> he's kind of a handful, I'd say. Um, yeah. Oh, look at that! The guitar he is holding on the cover of this album that has his own signature on it, I believe. Um, oh my god! I got a high res photo here. I love this album art. Again, it is not paid off. It's great or fulfilled by the music of this album in any way because the album art is like a very washed out very like 1980s um like michael mcdonald album cover or something Uh like he's standing there looking sultry it even looks like they put a filter on it to um make it seem as if it has been in a record store and literally been like the colors bleached out by the sun or something it's like so washed out and so desaturated uh but then John Mayer and Sabrock across the top, the lettering has like this pink sort of uh, uh, like diagonal um, highlighting or uh, like yeah. drop shadow almost, I guess, yeah. sort of. Um, so that the it's color great. scheme is like very like 1980s, um, like synth, like what would now be called like synth wave, I guess. Um, that kind of stuff. So great album cover fun album name but the the only way this album name can work sob rock is if it's very self-aware and he is just like um well i don't even know how you'd pull that off but it would have to be like self-aware yeah. it would have to own the irony and uh be very this- like recognizing of how he has been kind of a self-indulgent little sobby guy for a while. Yeah, the the self-awareness I would say is not in the text. No, it is not. <laughs> it's it's mostly in the TikToks surrounding like <laughs> approaching this album or in John Mayer's general like social persona, but like he's it's a very earnest song that is not that does not have a top-down view of itself. Mhm. All of these songs, you know. Um the observing ego, if you will, mm. is not present. Mm-hmm. There you go. Love that term. Uh, okay, so yeah, I mean, it's it's basic. It's just, I mean, it's just more John Mayer. I mean, it's just more John Mayer. It's it's just there's some slight 
like little uh, licks of paint here and there, but mostly it's just kind of like the same old, same old that he's been doing for the last yeah. like four or five albums. Um, well, should we jump in? Sure. Yeah. And uh, s- send him off for now. Mm, on the last train home. Yeah, on the last train home. Wow, it sounds so final. And if you want to use me, then you got to use me till I'm gone. I'm not a fallen angel, I just fell behind. I'm out of luck and I'm out of time. Okay, that the synth and percussion is like so Toto's Africa. I love it very much. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's great. It sounds great. It um, is nice. the The sound of this song is maybe the closest, I guess, to like paying off the album cover. Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, but the lyrics, I mean, mm. what even is there to say? He's he's just like so he's so painfully earnest in in his songwriting. Like, have we ever seen him display, like, irony or detachment, really? Oh, yeah, I think so. But, like, he's so committed to his own sort of irony or self-deprecation that it, that it is earnest. It's come mm. back around. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's, yeah, I, he doesn't have any sort of constructive irony, which I feel like is the actual like, sort of, like, real irony. Right. Um, or dramatic irony. Mm. <laughs> like, there's no, yeah. Uh, yeah. Some people talk about levels of irony that they enjoy something at or that something is made on, uh, like how many levels of remove there are, how many layers of irony there are. Uh, I think it's just like John Mayer has layers of earnestness. Like it's sort of the opposite of the layers of irony where he's, he gets Uh so earnest that even his, the extra layer of like the ironic detachment is ultra earnest. It's, he does a complete 180. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, and it's great in like the the heart of life um, when it's not being made into a TV show. Um, or <laughs> he had a, a song on the last album. I've already forgotten what it was because it was so long ago. Again, sorry. <laughs> um, but uh, he has moments where his earnestness pays off, and he kind of zooms out in this like kind of effective way, or <laughs> zooms in to these little details. Just not really any of that in this album. Definitely not in this song. Uh, the best. Oh, okay. So, what this song is about? Last train home. Last train it's about home. A, ch- a, ch- a choo-choo. <laughs> it's about a choo-choo. Mm-hmm. Um, it's chugga yeah, chugga uh, chugga. Is the sound it makes? <laughs> yeah, yeah. John Mayer is the um, the the Joe Biden of women, as Joe Biden is to trains, because you know Joe Biden loves trains. Whoa, hang on. <laughs> it's going to take me a minute to unpack this. Also, no, don't think about the it Joe much. Biden of women is a phrase I never want to <laughs> think about. <laughs> Um, so the last train home is a metaphor for his final partner, essentially. Mm. It's the person who he's going to settle down with. Maybe talk, you're the last train home. More. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he's sort of saying that like to his potential partners, the, the second person in the song, um, he's saying like, I am going to need a certain amount of commitment from you. If I'm going to like continue in this relationship, if you want to roll me then you got to roll me all night long, if you want to um, be my lover, gotta, you got to be a train with my friends, <laughs> you got to be with my train. conductors. 
you gotta choo choo real good. <laughs> uh, if you want to use me, then you gotta use me till I'm gone. Um, what does that mean? Uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> you have to sus- sustainably mistreat me. That's what marriage means. Um, and if you're gonna hurt me, then you gotta hold me next to you. I think that's the closest he gets to something meaningful in this song. Hmm. Um, yeah, I think he's he's kind of reckoning with his um, bad track record for maybe choosing the right person, um, for choosing someone who is going to be um, sustainable and maybe not just a, hype, a super interesting fling. Mm-hmm. Um and he is trying to, yeah, this song is sort of about him, like, trying to set a boundary of, like, I don't want to be a fuck boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually want a partner. I want to be a fuck I'm, man. I'm starting to get a little nervous about it. I want to be a fuck man. <laughs> uh, yeah. And uh, that's, what this, uh, that's what this song is about. Yeah. I mean. I have some. Hmm. Uh, sample here called scat singing. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that's about. You want to he sings about some poop there briefly for a minute. So let's take a minute to listen to it. <laughs> oh, you should have seen the facial expression Cameron just gave me. <laughs> Delightful. <laughs> really didn't appreciate Mwah. that. <laughs> ah, yes. Poop, 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 poop. He says. Poop, poop, poop. <laughs> <laughs> what i was trying to say is like in this album for all it's lacking there are some moments of like i don't know little little musical delights in it yeah that's a fun little thing it's a fun little moment yeah uh that's all i have to say about it uh what do you want to talk about next oh boy do we is it do we i mean <laughs> If I ask the question, is it worth talking about this? It's going to be no for most of this album, and we could just be done <laughs> in like five minutes. Um, okay, I we could about, jump to hmm? the most shocking moment on the album. Ch- do, ch- do we skip? Oh, um, I think for some reason I wanted to talk about New Light. Maybe. Okay. Uh, is it because he talks about the friend zone in the oh, text that's of the, the song? One. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that is the reason, actually. <laughs> Let's take a listen. Okay, cool. New light. We talk and then you walk away every day. Oh, you don't think twice about me. And maybe you're right without me, but, but if you give me just one Give me just one night. Una noche, John Mayer says. Uh, that's right. 98 Degrees did it better <laughs> approximately 23 years ago. Um, I'm the boy in your other phone, lighting up inside your drawer at home all alone, pushing 40 in the friend zone. We talk and then you walk pushing away every day. Pushing 40 in the friend zone. Yeah, you should probably you shouldn't be drinking those things. They're not good for you. Um oh you don't think twice about me and maybe you're right to doubt me so this is okay that goes through a lot of uh changes in the first couple lines i'm the boy in your other phone lighting up inside your drawer at home all alone that sounds like he is uh like having an affair with this person 
or this person is having sure. an affair with him rather but then he says pushing 40 in the friend zone and i don't think you can have an affair with someone and that person still be in the quote-unquote friend zone um also at, at, at what what year approximately did everyone catch on to the toxicity and shittiness of the phrase <laughs> friend zone because i feel like it was 2016 that like everyone I mean, kind at of... this point i'm gonna say hopefully 2022 yeah hopefully 2021 i guess so <laughs> hopefully someone contacted john after this release oh john oh mr mayor oh, john. Oh. you've made a grave mistake dear john <laughs> you've made a huge error i want to recall your mayorship a la ted <laughs> wheeler <laughs> exactly uh yeah pushing for uh that is just oof uh, that is just like gives me chills how awful that is pushing 40 in the friend zone uh that is rough dude hmm. uh yeah it's uh he's he's just trying to convince this person that he's worth taking seriously and he's going to do it using the power of sex because yeah. he's so good at sex or something. Um, this is kind of reminding me of Steven Universe. Ooh. There's this episode that's a flashback and it's Greg Universe, Steven Universe's dad ah. with Steven Universe's mom when they're meeting um, and starting to date. Uh, um, and Steven Universe's mom, of course, is Rose Quartz Um uh, an immortal alien mm-hmm. <laughs> giant woman yeah um and uh she is just like very charmed by humanity and she there there's just like there's this one episode that's in a flashback where uh greg universe and her are like um on dates and she keeps kind of like laughing at him <laughs> because he's so hilarious and small and and human and like he's not much smaller than her yeah rock goddess um and at one point he says i'm i'm starting to think you don't respect me <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> uh and i <laughs> i feel like that's kind of like what the song is about except for in that moment it's like a moment of great dignity because he's this um character who would be a burnout if he didn't have so much dignity and so much sort of self-possession in his Mm -hmm. identity um and john mayer however in this is like i don't know (laughs) i don't know man (laughs) this feels feels like a red flag Mm -hmm. um maybe you what if you were just the fuck boy in this Mm -hmm. in this situation there's exactly. a music video to this. Mm. Um, I'm scrolling through it right now, and it's very sort of Tim and Eric green screen. Uh, it's very silly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and again, it's just like this song isn't very silly. No, it's it's you know, again, and this, very earnest. But the video is very ironic. He he does that in his videos, like that weird. Um, what was yeah, that like? The prancer size prancer size that's what it was he loves to do like weird wacky shit in his videos but just have the most uh like square song right songs to go with them oh yeah he says i needed to make a video for new light but nobody could agree on a budget music industry am i right oh, so boy. i went to a place downtown and made this with a company that usually does birthday and bar mitzvah videos 
Huh. Wait, down yeah. downtown? Like downtown? Yeah, he went downtown. Uh, Montana? Downtown. <laughs> da, 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 da. Um, yeah, so like, again, it's just like what we were talking about earlier. It's like this song is pretty earnest in the like in the text of the song mm-hmm. and in the delivery of the song and he's i feel like in everything surrounding the songs in this album he's trying to be like oh i'm just like a don't take it too seriously yeah but it's like <laughs> come on like make up your mind give, <laughs> yeah it's like is this funny or is it not like i don't know like there's not enough in the in the in the song, the content of the song itself to be, um, ironic. Mm -hmm. And there's also not enough for it to be wonderful in an earnest way. Right. And I feel like he's trying to like, he's sort of like trying to undercut his own thing. And, um, I feel like that is indicative of like, what is there of actual value in this song? Mm -hmm. Not much. Yeah. It feels like, like, the the messaging is all kind of bluffs mm-hmm. so yeah i was i was kind of disappointed uh with with this one especially because he says the f- pushing 40 in the friend zone yeah is he's like maybe one of the most severe cases of arrested development we've come across during our the show run of our show wouldn't you say yeah like he and we covered the boys from slayer we covered the boys and from slayer ICP. and icp <laughs> and icp demonstrated way more personal growth than john mayer ever has yeah Oh jeez. Oh boy. Um, well, um I think we should move on now to what's probably going to be the bulk of this episode. <laughs> I have to say it probably would be. It probably will be. It's called Why You Know Love Me. Then you turn as cold as the weather and left me here to cry and cry. Tell me So speaking of being earnest, uh, that's right. You did. You did hear that correctly. In the chorus, he says, it's "Why not a you know love me?" Series of like editing issues on our end. Yeah, we didn't just accidentally. Those are the lyrics. Clip out a few words here or there. It says, "Why you know love me? Why you know love me? Why you know even care?" Um, yeah. So that is a bold choice. I think we could say it's bold. Um, I think that choice could work in a different song. Um, and I, I think, well, what Mayer has to say about it, um, he says, quote, I have spoken those words for a long time in relationships. Insane opening sentence, by the way, I've spoken (laughs) those words for a long time in relationships. Why, you know, love me. Maybe it takes 43 years to ask that question, but you still ask it in the language of a child? Question mark. I've never written more brutal lyrics in my life. Um, so, if this song had more substance to it, um, and it didn't just have like a whiny sounding chorus of like, why well, you know love me? It, it's- God, you're really going out on a limb right now for Mr. Mayor, and I can't believe it. <laughs> Oh, well, I'm not going out on a limb for Mr. Mayor. I'm going out on a limb for um, 
artistic expression, Cameron. Okay. Um, I, I literally have no idea how you're going to like make this case for this hypothetical song that could exist, <laughs> but I'm, I'm on pins and needles. So if the idea is you are going to examine the ways in which uh, relationships can make you feel like a child again, or they can bring up issues from your childhood. Uh, they can have edible uh, sort of dynamics, especially if you are in a okay. man and woman heterosexual relationship. Um, if you were to examine that and use the phrase, why you know love me in a less whiny way and let repeated less often i think you could write a song that incorporated that phrase hypothetically um but you would have you would really have to be like the song would have to be about the childishness of it yeah but like kids don't fucking say that some kids kids don't say well they they don't why you know love me well they mm, that's like a big like adult thing to say mm. and, it, and even mm. then it's like most of the, most pe- it's like a thing that people <laughs> in most situations wouldn't say um much less uh to you know speaking those words for a long time in relationships yeah for I, 43 years i feel like yeah i think you might have a point there i feel like a, a child would be more likely to say why you hate me or something like that like they probably wouldn't have that kind of like a broad why you know love me type question yeah by the time you would say a big idea like that you're a teenager who can speak properly yeah well teenager like Um, kids kids act out in when they're feeling why you know love me mm -hmm. um but they don't say it right that comes later yes like the if if i were to draw a graph it's like by the Mm -hmm. time by the Imagine time a graph. You, you start with a paper yeah. by the time you sort of a say creamy that, white it's got a grid you, pattern mm-hmm. you have enough uh language skills to mm. be able to say it correctly you're making a compelling point i think <laughs> yeah um at first before i read his um his little uh, interview fragment about it I was very confused as to what he was doing. I was like, is he trying to mimic the speech of an ESL person or that's what it feels like to me. It feels like a reggae song or something. Yeah. Or it's reggae songs aren't necessarily from ESL people, but (laughs) well, people who have different varieties or dialects of English. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Or if it honestly, if it kind of felt like fucking full metal jacket like that super cringy scene like me love you long time oh i have not seen the movie but that phrase has uh, permeated pop culture to the extent that i have heard that phrase yes yeah uh yeah that's a great point um okay i retract my previous statement i think that hypothetically you could write a song that examines childishness in relationships but I you I don't think you could really pull off uh, the, the phrase "why you know love me." No, this can't be a song, especially the last line of the chorus. This is the most insane one. Yeah. Why you know will be there? Why you know will be there? <laughs> uh it's so wrong. It's not even right. He can't even get it wrong, right? <laughs> yeah, it's uh 
absolutely baffled. <laughs> it's is it is it the most uh, daring choice that John Mayer has made in any of his songwriting? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> oh, oh boy! My God. Yeah, I. It's so bizarre. Um, and then these verses are not helping. Help me understand it. Woke up empty-handed. Never heard you say goodbye. Do you remember Summer said she'd go forever? Then you turn as cold as the weather and left me here to cry and cry. Tell me why you no love me. And then verse two is shattered. Come to find that none of it mattered. Empty like the promise you made me. Flat out on the floor. Oh no. Hurt me once. I let it be. Hurt me twice. You're dead to me. Three times makes you family. Why can't you see I'm yours? Tell me why you no love me. He is doing a bad imitation of Jagged Little Pill era Alanis Morissette songs. Yeah. I would say the hurt me once, twice, three times thing is the best lyrics in the song. Yes, clearly. I think three times makes you family is interesting. Yes. But it is absolutely buried in boring verses and an obscrutably horrible yeah. <laughs> chorus. God, I, w- I want to listen to that chorus again just to like hear yeah, the it. whininess of it. Then, then, then you turn as cold as the weather and left me here to cry and cry. Tell me why you don't no love me. Ugh. really leans into like the the whininess of it will be there (laughs) he really leans into it i do not like god Mm -hmm. okay do you have oh you have a you have a sound sample of the fool me twice bit yeah you want to listen to it uh sure okay let's move on The verse, at least, is better musically than the chorus. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So, I don't really have anything to say about Wild Blue or Shot in the Dark. Um, except for I will say that in Shot in the Dark, he does some, like, in the music video, he does some fun, like, Rick Astley dancing, like, in a stained glass window, and he, like, releases a dove. Mm. And it's very, like, a heart video. Um, so there's some fun stuff in the video, but again, none of that is in the content of the recording, the audio part. Mm-hmm. So I, I think but, I want to talk about a shot in the dark. Um, okay, let's do it. Just for maybe one line. Let's see if you can guess it. Like we do, takes way too long to get over you and remember the line we drew, but call me over and now I'm coming through. Searching for the night 
Is it? the lyric, I've loved seven other women and they were all you? Yes, all you. yes, 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 I yes, I forgot, yes, that's yes, worth yes. talking about. Verse two, and I wonder what it all means. Strange conversation with you in my dreams and I don't know what I'm going to do. I loved, I've loved several, sorry, I've loved seven other women and they all were you. Just what a woman wants to hear. Baby, you're so generic and replaceable. I really have a type and I just want to slot you right in there. I just want you to be the next in a long line of very similar women and you're just like them and you're not really very individual at all. So let's get it on. That's what you want to hear, right? Well, I, isn't he referencing uh, the Taylor Swift song? Uh, or rather the song that he wrote about Taylor Swift, the very patronizing one where he's like, you're 22 women. Oh. Or whatever. Like he's saying, he's like sort of saying like, you're just sort of like, you don't know who you are yet. Mm. And um, you're not mature enough yet because mm. I'm dating a woman who's too young <laughs> and that's your fault. <laughs> yeah. Why aren't you older? Um, I, I don't know if that's a reference to that. Uh, I just know that in the context of this song or on its own, it is uh, a, a very off-putting thing to say. <laughs> If, oh if, man! If I were to be dating, there's a wild genius annotation on this. Uh, um, oh boy! Let me read it. Okay. Two scooters said a month ago. Mayer also said on an episode of Current Mood, defending his image as a ladies' man, that his number is six. The listener can infer that the seven women are Marie, his high school girlfriend oh, from no. Dear Marie. It's listing the unnamed all. older woman he met online in his early twenties that he wrote Love Soon about. Uh. Jessica Simpson, Jennifer Aniston, Taylor Swift, and Katy Perry. The seventh woman Uh-oh. is one he loved but never slept with. Presumably his mother. Well, I mean, you can't prove a negative. Do we have any evidence that he... Okay. Um, <laughs> that This has 14 down votes. It, it has a negative net, 14, net 14 score. Now 15. Oh, I'm going to hit that down vote too, fam. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Not, not great. <laughs> Worst genius annotation ever, two scooters. <laughs> oh, man. Jesus Christ. Surely, surely John Mayer has slept with more than six women, and that's not actually what he's talking about. Apparently, he said on an episode of Current Mood, whatever the fuck that is, that his quote-unquote number is six. You, I mean, yeah, maybe. can you ever believe anything believe that, that guy says? <laughs> no, he seems like someone who's probably like a bit of a sex vampire. Yeah, but he seems to be like to choose long-term victims mostly i don't know maybe it's it's hard to tell yeah maybe you're right i don't know uh yeah so like if if the song is about taylor swift if that is a reference Mm -hmm. to his other song and he's saying this like this is a shot in the dark like this song feels like it's about him being like to all of his exes like is there still something here? And then later on in the album to Katy Perry's like, maybe you, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, this is a, uh, is this, is this kind of like the first we've seen him take this nostalgic tone? He, he's, he's looked back on like previous relationships with like sort of dwelling on the failures or what went wrong. I don't know if he's like really dwelt on like how they might've been nice 
or like how they were just kind of right. trying things in this way. I don't know. It feels like a slightly different flavor of nostalgia for him, um, which does seem to kind of open up the possibility of him trying to get back together. Maybe. Um, yeah, this song's kind of sad. Yeah. It's kind of pathetic. I want you in the, um, oh, this bridge. I want you in the worst way. Is the gate code still your birthday? Creepy. Like threatening. C- creepy. Yeah. <laughs> in the worst way. Okay. Well. Oh boy. Ugh. Um. Okay. I would like to talk about not that much more about this album <laughs> yes. or about John Mayer for the for the time being. Yeah. Can we do till the right one comes and then maybe like sort of touch on all I want to be with, uh, all I want to, all I want is to be with you. Yes. That's the title. All I want to be with is with you. <laughs> uh. Yes. So till the right one comes. As if I woke up lonely one morning Looked around and decided I would stay that way Oh, you knocked me down and you called me crazy You say I'm never gonna love someone Give it time now and you might find me Uh, I cut off the last Prove line Prove me wrong when the right one comes Yeah, last line of the chorus goes on to sing. Yeah, it's like John Mayer, we would all love for you to settle down with someone. We are mm. not the antagonists in this story. Yeah. <laughs> the they, or the you, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, the second person, all his haters, all his doubters. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, you should like figure your shit out. And like, if you want to settle down, mm-hmm. you should just do it and yeah. figure out what you need to figure out to do it. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, I don't think you'll always be this way necessarily. That's not, yeah, maybe some people are saying that, but it's like, I don't know if anyone really wants that. Mm-hmm. I, in general, what people want is for people to get better. Yes. I, I would, exactly. maybe that's like a an optimistic view of humanity, but I think in general, that's like what people want. Except on reality TV. To, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel like he's projecting this sort of schadenfreude onto uh onto the populace that is aware of him Mm -hmm. yeah i feel like he's he's he kind of tries to take an interesting um approach to this song verse one well the lucky in love call themselves called themselves winners and losers are sinners who have gone astray as if i woke up lonely one morning looked around and decided i would stay that way so I feel like he's trying to say something interesting about like um, how the, the quote unquote winners in love um, got lucky and are just kind of patronizing being like, well, you must like uh, really want to be alone if you're not with someone. But I mean, it is kind of that though. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like to a certain of. extent, I, I do think that like our social structures are built around like if you are not in a monogamous partnership, you will suffer, right? And that's sort of like absolutely the, the yeah. setup, you know. And it's like a lot of things are barred from you unless you are like maintain like achieving and maintaining that specific kind of a relationship. Yes, um, and. But that's not really what he's saying. Right. And it's, it's, 
abundantly clear that that he does want a long-term like monogamous heterosexual relationship um yeah so he he definitely does seem to be going for that um and but i I guess yeah what i was trying to get at earlier is like um there there is like an element of meeting the right person but there's also just like it seems like you have told us many times over that you met the right person and then later you write songs saying that basically you fucked it up john mayer yeah it's it's a cliche but it's like you have to be the one you can't just find the one yeah you have to yourself be the one you have to you have to uh see the matrix for what it is you have to wear some very cool sunglasses and a long leather trench coat (laughs) and you got to get kung fu downloaded in your brain chips yeah chomp um yeah so (laughs) chomp on those brain chips i don't know (laughs) snack bowl (laughs) just uh anyway um you knock me down and you call me crazy you say i'm never gonna love someone give it time now and you might find maybe i'll prove you wrong when the right one comes who's knocking him down and calling him crazy is he is he just like Us. overreacting he's to, talking about you to and like me. twitter trolls is he like they're knocking me down these people on twitter uh, yeah he's a persecution complex does not look good on almost anyone but especially yeah. not John Mayer. And then he says, so forgive me if I might look around for a minute before jumping right in it. I just want to be sure. <laughs> okay. As if, as if we care, honestly, like the, the starting point for that is like, do you think we, you're, you really it's think like, we care? No one, no one is saying, why doesn't John Mayer settle down? I think it's pretty clear why like, he's no not one- settling down. <laughs> yeah it's like no one cares and everyone understands why you're not settling down uh yeah uh he brings back the the war metaphor um that he built a whole album around several albums ago and i know people broke down and defeated lost what they needed in some miserable war so forgive me if i and then so forgive me that part um yeah still not a good metaphor um and kind of trivializing uh, what I like about this song is there's a, a solo section that is kind of bookended with these like riffs. Um, and there's like these like moments where there's some claps and some vocals mm-hmm. in the solo section. And I think it's one of the more interesting things that he's done structurally in his songs. Mm-hmm. So it's a longer sound sample, but let's take a listen. Yeah. And he's quoting the the melody here. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and then that organ comes in. I like that. I, yeah. I, I'm into that. That's that's a good solo to me. Yeah, and I like how it's bookended with that that like whirly or Rhodes or whatever, and the uh, the acoustic guitar at the beginning. Um, yeah, it's just like it kind of reminds me of those like old old r&b songs where they'll have like a string part or a horn part about a little over halfway through the song that um just kind of comes out of nowhere Mm -hmm. um and 
is just its own sort of musical idea. And then the song resumes. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's one in like Ain't No Mountain High Enough. And uh, um, I think there's one in My Girl. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, that's kind of like this. It's like, oh yeah, time for this musical moment that's going to like do a thing and then resume the song. And I, I don't know. I kind of like that. Yeah. So I'm into it. That's all I have to say about that. <laughs> the rest of the song is, <laughs> yeah, a kind of, uh, despicable, mm-hmm. light, lightly despicable, lightly despicable. That's, well, that's a good, uh, that's a good description of John Mayer <laughs> through most of his let's, career. Let's talk about this last song. All I want is to be with you. Here we go. Oh, bowled over by the energy. The only thing I can hear listening to this is I want it that way. I want it that way. Tell me why he... Which is a much um, better song than this song. Well, you know what? I'll, I think this is the best song on the album. Mm. I don't think it's the best song as he's written by a long shot. But I think, I think this is an unremarkable album. I think this is the closest he gets to a good song. Maybe lyrically. I think the lyrics are decent. I think... Th- the sounds are pretty. I think the melody's pretty. I think his the range, the register of his voice is pretty. Mm-hmm. I like that it's not really a verse chorus um, mm-hmm. kind of setup. Uh, it's just like a strophic form, mm-hmm. if you will. Oh, uh, I will. Which is just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could. It's like where the the repeated quotes are part of the main kind of um paragraph of like the verses mm-hmm. as opposed to a, a distinct verse and chorus mm-hmm. um with the same melody each time right and uh yeah and and i think it's lyrically simple enough that and specific enough that it's not annoying to me mm-hmm. and i don't love it <laughs> but he's just talking about you know how he's like not over someone and he, you know, says it kind of prosaically and, and then he, I don't know, has some sort of like searching metaphors for f- like, you know, fading away into the blue. Mm-hmm. Uh, at one point he talks about like, you know, trying to party and get over this person, but not really working. And mm-hmm. um, then they said, I'd hurt you said I'd run and they being uh, Nathan and Cameron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But he's saying that, like, no, in this relationship, I think I could have actually made it work, and I'm I'm sad. This is the one time I behaved, and I'm being punished for behaving. <laughs> um, Look, I'm a, I'm a nice guy, and here I am in the friend yeah. zone once again. Yeah, so, I don't know. I, I think it's a, a fine song, and I think musically it's pretty. Okay. I don't think it's great. Uh, yeah. It, it sounds like you love it. Um, I... It put it puts me to sleep, honest. Well, it, it does two things. It, it puts me into a, a really sleepy mood where all I can think of is I want you that way. <laughs> right. <laughs> or it, wait, is it I want it that way, right? Yeah. It's it. So that. It's it is it. It it's it. 
Yeah. Depends on what your definition of it is. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Um, Yeah. Is there... Hmm, there's not much more there's like i have sound samples yeah let's let's go into the sound samples yeah okay so the, he does this great it's a very consonant song until there's this like big tritone note in the electric guitar Ooh. towards the end that resolves up and i think it's like a jarring moment in a way that's kind of cool hmm. all i want is to be with you spaghetti western yeah it really is and then it doesn't repeat it's just this like oh like kind of gets your attention Mm -hmm. um you know just in case you had been getting a bit sleepy (laughs) couldn't be me no i I wouldn't do that uh then there's a fun rock and roll solo at the end yeah let's take a look it's pretty cool and fun It's like he's actually trying to pay off the sort of like 80s aesthetic of the album cover a yeah. little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So he's trying a little bit more there, I guess. Yeah. I, I dig that. So, yeah, I don't know what's to come of John Mayer. I'm sure he'll continue to keep making albums um, and we'll have to cover them whenever that happens because mm-hmm. we've committed. We've committed to him. Point. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I have, I feel like when we went into when we decided to talk about john mayer Mm -hmm. we were like is there something to defend here Mm -hmm. i think you specifically were like is john mayer is is there a hot take to be had that he's actually great yeah or is there a redemption story i think was one of the other like possibilities i was hoping for and i would i would say that in the text of his music uh, I uh, I think we're in the middle of maybe a redemption story, and we'll see what happens. Yeah, uh, I would say yeah. He's he has had maybe like ten to twenty percent of a redemption story because he's yeah. I don't yeah. think he's the same John Mayer that uh, was just spouting off and saying the n word and talking Definitely about his David Duke cock. I think he has been sufficiently chastened by that experience that he has at least learned from that. Uh, and also just like making a huge ass of himself in public and the kind of response that it got. So I think yeah. he's definitely like made some progress, but he is still in the year, the year of our Lord, 2021. He is still using the, the phrase friend zone unironically uh, in, in a way that is not aware of its shittiness. Um, so that, yeah, that's a great fucking point. That's like, a, that, <laughs> like that's honestly a huge disappointment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's still some voice, It's it would seem, in John Mayer that feels entitled to uh, sex, mm-hmm. entitled to adoration. Um, and yeah, if you think about it in this album in those terms, there's a lot of entitlement. It's like, why did you leave me mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Um, I think we can still make it work kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of like... 
if you would only give me a chance right um kind of kind of stories in the text of the music and uh you know i don't know where john mayer is at personally in all that kind of thing Mm -hmm. i mean like i said there's mixed messaging in the song content Mm -hmm. and the music video content and the tiktok stuff and it's like you know just because he's making these albums doesn't mean that's who he is anymore Mm -hmm. but it also doesn't give us a whole lot to work with and there's a part of me that feels like, well, I want your songwriting because that's like your identity as a songwriter, mm-hmm. really, and a guitarist. Right. Like, I want that to be your thesis, you know, for who you are, and I'm going to take it seriously to some extent, mm-hmm. you know. So, but yeah, we're gonna talk about being friend zoned <laughs> <laughs> and trying to add sort of pathos to the friend zone idea because you're pushing forty. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like. No, <laughs> shake the no-no can at you. Yeah, as if that's going to be more likely to make us feel sorry for you. Yeah. Oh boy. Well, profoundly misguided. Yeah, we'll have to see what happens. Yeah. So, good old John Mayer. Good old John Mayer. Mr. Mayer. Kind of a bust, unfortunately. Um, we will be back next week with a palate cleanser. No. Yeah, we'll come up with some kind of palate cleanser. Yeah. Some some kind of bullshit. We're always on our bullshit. Yeah. We'll figure something out. Yeah. Maybe that little Nas X album will finally drop. Oh, Industry damn. Baby, second single just came out. I, I really want to talk about that. I think it's going to be fun. Mm. But, Hell yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, in the meantime, you can visit us online at boxset.website. Email us at email at boxset.website. Tweet us at Topias Podcast. Uh, if you want to support us, you can do it in a couple different ways. Maybe the easiest is to just go on that iTunes and uh, hit up those stars and type up those words and give us one of them reviews that I keep hearing about other podcasts asking for and is apparently important in ways that I don't really understand. Um, if you want to support us m- even more directly than that, you can go to our Patreon at support.boxset.website uh, and kick us a few bucks. We'll give you access to all of our bonus materials, uh, including our weekly. All of it. All of it. Uh, including our weekly mini show, What's in the Box Weekly. There's a huge backlog of it now. It's sort of a weekly culture club where we talk about different things. We talk about movies, TV shows, books, music, uh, phrases, ideas. drinks, ideas. Uh, coding languages. Coding languages. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Some stupid fucking nerd bullshit like that. Um, yeah. Uh, this week we talked about... Uh, well, I talked about Infinity Train, in particular season two of Infinity Train. And what did you talk about, Cam? I talked about the Suicide Squad. The Not Suicide, the suicide <laughs> Squad. The mm-hmm. Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you should also listen to Cameron's... On Himbo Max. <laughs> you should also listen to Cameron's other podcast. It's called Get Up in the Cool and is about and is traditional musics. It's a, it's a, it's a yeah. good time. Uh, I... I'm going to say that if if you are not already into this style of music, uh, I think you will still enjoy it. Um, mm. Yes, high praise. Yeah, especially if you have you know uh, somewhat related genres of music that you have dabbled in or uh, enjoy on some level, like even bluegrass or like a quote unquote acoustic or quote unquote like folk or folk rock or something like that. I think. I think you would dig it uh, maybe more than you might uh, uh, be uh, anticipating um, if I just describe it as like fiddle and banjo music. Um, 
Yeah, you could call it adult extemporary. <laughs> Maybe you didn't come up with that. Just that's you've been sitting on that one for a while, or you you've used no. that before. Really? Oh, that was extemporaneous. Yeah. Hell yeah, meta extemporaneous. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for listening, y'all. Until next week, I've been Nathan Hunt, and I want to be a fuck man, and that's spelled with two C's. <laughs> I've been Cameron DeWitt, and Joe Biden is to trains as John Mayer is to women. Uh, makes me so profoundly little, uncomfortable. <laughs> little. Little hint for your upcoming SAT. Yikes. Do you have shorter facial hair than normal? Oh yeah, I uh, I whacked it back. I I got I got a weed whacker for my birthday, so I just. Uh, oh my god! When was your birthday? Uh, like two months ago, almost now. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you just haven't weed whacked yet, or at least not in a way that I've noticed. Yeah, that was that's a joke. <laughs> I didn't okay. actually use a weed whacker, Cameron. Oh, <laughs> you look great. Thank you. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I got distracted by all of the bullshit we were shitting. <laughs> I, was trying, well, I was trying to compliment you <laughs> and your appearance. Well, the important thing is we say dumb stuff.